Hi, you're listening to I'm the Town. I'm your host, Tanya Cooper, and uh, today is a very special day. We have a very special guest, um, but right now we're here at Drunken Chef in Mount Kisco, and we're just chilling. Um, our guest that we have today, uh, she not it is not the nanny, I will tell you that. It's not Fran Dressner, <laughs> okay? Uh, she has been at Dangerfields, Gotham Comedy Club, Santos Party House. I mean, you just name it, the Village Lantern, the Metropolitan Room. She's been all over. And uh, I call her, she's very, uh, very clever comic, very sharp, focused, as she would say, colorful and creative, determined, funny, and down to earth. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for our guest today, Miss Luce Michelle. Yay. Thank, Thank you for coming. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, so comedy, comedy, comedy. Uh, how did you get into comedy is what I'd love to know. Ah, the golden question. <laughs> golden question. I took uh, an improv class at the Pit in okay. New York City mm-hmm. in 2011. Oh, wow. So I did like a short program, like a two-month, three-month stint, mm-hmm. and I learned very early on that improv was going to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it was difficult. The, I had trouble with the yes end. Yes oh, end. so you did improv first rather yeah, than stand-up? Yeah, improv first, oh. yes. Oh, and that led to stand-up. Oh, well, that's I, why you're yeah. so am- animated. Probably, yeah. yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah, it yeah. is a good thing. Because usually you have to uh, work on getting the animated part up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that's good. I, I took a one at Gotham. That's, yeah, I took a, it was a stand-up class. But, like, 20 years ago, I tried improv with, um, you ever heard of Rich Jackson and the um, the Nate Turner Review? Yeah. Yeah, well, they um, I, they practiced their first time in my living room. That's how we, that we didn't have a space. So I said, come to my apartment. I was the only one, I guess, single mom, you know, so I had my own place. That's how we started 20 years ago. And then I fell into stand-up because of, um, uh, I was told, I used to always want my own late-night TV show like Johnny Carson. And I was told by the guy at Gotham, listen, only way to get your show is to do stand-up. And I was like, do stand-up? He said, yeah. I said, what do you mean? I thought about writing. He said, no, do stand-up. That's where all the producers go. That's where they're looking for somebody who's witty on their feet. So that's how I got into stand-up. But uh, thank you for sharing that with us. Who, who was your favorite comic? George Carlin. Oh, I love him. George Carlin. He was period. amazing, right? Yes. What What did you like about him? Let's see if it's the same reason. His courage. Yes. His courage. His yes. courage of not caring. Yes. His courage of really just, this is what I'm going to talk about, and this yes. is how I'm going to deliver it, and then I'm going to walk off. Like, there was no hesitation. It was no. always the same style. Right. Always the same style of bravery. Yes. Always. It, but he also talked about stuff that was true. Exactly. Which Everything. is what made it even more gutsy. Exactly. Yeah, From I, God I, yeah. Yeah. to the world we live in. Like, he yes. just... He touched on everything, and it made sense. Yes, it really did. I, I, I'm, I'm only, I only know uh, who uh, George. Um, what's the other guy's name? Um, uh, African American guy, um, uh, older. He passed away. Uh, oh my gosh, really? He's right there, Dick Gregory. He told a little bit of truth too, mm-hmm. but I don't mm-hmm. know too many people that tell that kind of truth. Mm-hmm. Get away with it and walk up the stage with people still wanting more. <laughs> Joan Rivers also. She Joan does. Rivers for the female, for me. She yeah. does. She does, but she does. Uh, but her her delivery is a little bit different. <laughs> very unorthodox. Her delivery, yeah. That's exactly. what I love about it. Though, very unorthodox. Yes, and it is refreshing. It is because very especially refreshing. for a woman during that time. Exactly I guess, right? during that time. Right, right. And right. I felt like in all her early interviews, like with Carson, like she she knew right off the bat she was going to be something. Yes. Say and the same delivery, not yes. caring yes. what others think or letting outside influences influence on. Like it just. How do you think we get to that that point? Because I know I'm only five years in, 
and I still say, well, if my mom's sitting there, I'm like, well, I better tweak it a little bit here. You know, if the nun's sitting in the audience, well, I'll talk about the sister, but not like I was going to, you know. Mm-hmm. How do we get to that? That's what I'm in now. How do we get to that? Yeah. I started this April 1st. Oh, really? Yeah, because I started realizing that there's I, there's walls for mm-hmm. me when it comes to the creativity, when it comes to writing, when it comes to delivering the material. Mm-hmm. So I, when I rewatch Carla, when I rewatch all the greats, I'm like, that's what it is. I'm blocking myself mm-hmm. from not caring. Right. And that's what I, the pattern of the comedians I, I love and look up to is they didn't care. They didn't but, care. But, yeah, but they were in the game so long. Do you so think long. that, because that's why it takes 10,000 hours. I'm starting to see now, I'm like, wow, I'm only five years in and this is the only place I'm at right now. But I was like, okay, now yeah, I'm just. Seven and a half. I know exactly yeah, I'm just yeah. comfortable with the stage now for anything. Like, throw me up in there. I'll, I'll, even if I had to wing it, I could. But, but then comes the next phase, I hope, where I'm like, you didn't like that? Too bad. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I think... Uh, it's a journey. Maybe 10 years in? It's a journey. Because I was watching last night a show, and Margaret Cho was on it, and mm-hmm. she said the same thing. It took her a minute to really figure out who she was. Right. And I feel like in comedy, a minute can be five years. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It is five years. I know it's only five dollars. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> right? I made five dollars. One minute. Okay. Like, I didn't even get to do the closing. Yeah, no, I, yeah, that, it makes sense to me now. It takes so long because each year is another progression in this slow little baby crawl. And it's know. a hustle. It is a, a hustle very too. Like, yes. You're only going on stage, say, two, four times a month. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to take even longer. Exactly, exactly. These young kids now that are coming up, I, I met a kid, he said, I'm out seven nights mm. a week three times a night yeah I said, exactly man, i said you live at home with your mama yeah, exactly <laughs> i got kids exactly. i ain't got time for that <laughs> and he I looked mean, at me I like, like hey, your problem, yeah. lady. i was like i can't st-. and like uh che the guy on snl mm-hmm. it, it took him two years it was unheard of because uh i mean i heard he had been doing stuff before but pretty much two years of killing it slam it slam it slam it just slam it slam it slam that yes. he perfected it and now look at him Exactly. So never say never, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- so you talked about, um, you know, um, um, it's a hustle. Especially, hustle. I believe, especially for women. And, and I could be wrong. I, I always ask women, don't just say it because we're women. You know, we're not in like a bond. But, I, <laughs> you know, like women bond. Oh, my God. This is right because we're women. I agree with everything, <laughs> everything you say. Everything I say. Okay. Uh, but, yeah. But, but I, I'm looking around and I'm noticing, like, Men, because traditionally speaking, you had Jerry Lewis, who's very sexist. My favorite comic, by the way, of course. I picked the most my sexist father, one. Yeah, yeah and I love Jerry Lewis. And, and that's because I like slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. I want you to use a whole body for everything. you got to give me everything for the joke. Some people are like, no, just tell the joke. You can stand there looking stupid, just tell the joke. I don't know if that's the same thing as a singer that can dance and sing. or uh, you know, I'm not sure if that's the same thing, but whatever. Um, but I see... When I see women like you, which is one of the reasons I went to interview you, um, Marissa Smith, um, mm-hmm. Celeste Jennings, you guys are freaking amazing. Like just popping oh, up with these shows you. and producing and, and fearless. Because mm-hmm. we was like, oh, I wonder if I can do this. No, you get the spot, you book it, and let's go, let's get it. I love that about you. I Thank love you. it. And you put you put new people on, people never heard of on. You give everybody a shot, um, and I, I like that about you. I really Thank do. Thank you. Yeah, and that's 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 the goal. Right, it's mm-hmm. to bring more light to the comedians, mm-hmm. whether in New York City or in Westchester. Right, 
right. you know, because it, it takes a minute. And I feel what I love about comedy is we, we it is a community. Yes. And we do come together and we do support one another, yes. either by running a show or having a hookup. Right. So that's what I try to do. I try to give back to the comedy community right. by producing these shows. And um, I do that also by covering the five boroughs and... Westchester and Connecticut the best I can. Yes, I think you do a good. Your show, I, I, I did one of your shows, you but sure I've also did. had heard about it before that, and your shows are very well done. And we're very new. Very Really? How long have you been doing it? 2018. Oh, so it's really new, though. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. made you, what made, initially made you say, you know, I'm just going to do this? We moved from Brooklyn to Westchester. Oh, what a change. <laughs> yeah. And I wow. realized real quickly that as much opportunity that I was being given in Brooklyn and being close to the city, it wasn't, it wasn't here. Uh, it wasn't here. So you realize. It's like a mic I got to drive an hour to, or a mic I had to drive an hour and a half to, I learned at first, or even to book shows. Like I was like, oh man, you got to do this, you got to do that, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, you know what? What if? What if? So my husband gave me an excellent idea, and he said one night, uh, why don't you do it on your own? Uh, such a man thought. I know, and I'm such like, a man do it thought. on my own. I and love he was it. like, yeah, why don't you create what you wish? Good for him. Wow. And I was just like, create what I wish. Wow. Can I do that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Good for you. You have Can a great, you, you married the right one. Yeah, I You sure married did. the right one. That's, sure that's what it's about. Uh, yeah, he's a huge, huge supporter. Um, awesome. And believer. And a huge fan of comedy. Oh, huge awesome. fan of comedy, okay. which comes in handy when I run material. Like, is this funny? Because right. to me, it's funny. Right, you know? right, right. right. <laughs> you might be like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I use my kids as shields, comic, comic shields, I call them. And another thing, too, with, with launching um, Hard-Headed Comedy, oh, I, also, I also felt it was time. It's been seven and a half years. Mm-hmm. You know, what have I learned? Right? right, because now this is a new chapter. I'm no longer in Brooklyn. This is a brand new chapter. Right. Yada yada yada. I'm a mom of two. Right, I'm, I'm married. Like, right. things are different now. Right, so make the world adjust. Comedy has to change. Mm-hmm. My comedy career has to change. So what do I do different? I'm going to apply also everything I learned. Right. Because when I first started out in comedy, I hustled right. and I interned for comedy companies. You did? I did. One Very of them clever. that I did, she's on the show that I had this coming Saturday. Yeah. Oh, right. And another one was with um, Laughing Buddha. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Intern. See, awesome. yeah, it seems like you, you kept your connections, too. Your network. Because it's so important. It is. It's so important. It definitely is. Um, what, um, so, so for me, um, I, I run a not-for-profit foster yeah. kitchen I incorporated, and so I got into producing because, uh, you know, I wasn't, able to get none of the comedy clubs to do a fundraiser without them taking some of the money at the door. I'm like, what would be the point of this? What, what part of that is fundraiser? I'm confused. Uh, and so they didn't get that. So when I found spots, I got to give Lucy's credit. You know, they were like, oh, yeah, you can do it here. You know, and I got to give Frank credit because he, yes. he did help uh, with a few of our shows. Um, but um, we were like paying. Yeah, very paying, supportive. Yes, yeah, very supportive. I got to give him credit for that. Paying, paying um, you know, uh, what do you call them? Head comics and paying a host an extra hundred bucks or whatever it costs was kind of ridiculous. My friend said, "Why are you paying people when you can host? That's what you do. Like that, you went to school for communicate. If you can't host, then just give it all up." And I said, hey, "Yeah, you got a good point <laughs> it's about like that. Like if you're funny, yeah. Not so doing so I've been hosting for the last four shows, and they, they were like, "No, we like you as the host. Don't even don't even waste your hundred dollars on whoever you're using because it doesn't make sense. You know everybody. You know what's going on, and that's it. Period. It's your show. So that's how I got into it because I was." tired of begging people and asking people and nobody and too. yeah asking asking yeah. asking and yes you get 
you get booked on shows, of right. course, because right. if you not if you don't ask, you know, they're not coming for you every right. time. Right. Right. <laughs> Unless exactly. you're a big, big, strong name who yes. can bring in a huge crowd. Right. Um, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Makes I like sense. Uh, I like producing, and, and actually, I'm trying to do more shows actually in Westchester. Eventually, um, I'm talking to some restaurant owners and seeing what we can do because it's, it's a big market and people want to hear comedy. It's just that I ran into a thing of um, racism some places, and some people say, "Oh no, it's you should be able to say what you want," and I, I get the Freedom of Speech but. Act, <laughs> but there's a difference to me saying uh, a joke about apes and then me calling your people apes. Mm-hmm. To me. That's just to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe another comic can explain it differently to make me see different. But I talked to, I, I cons- consoled, up, um, talked with a few different comics who are known in the industry on the backboard and asked them about incidents. And they said, nah, that's not comedy. I don't see what part of that would be even funny. And so I thought it was just me because sometimes I get a little extra. Um, and so I do. I ain't gonna lie. I get a little extra. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, a little sprinkle. Yeah, he's like, no, you need to get extra when someone says the black people are apes. You need to get extra with that. And I was like, yeah, I think so. There's, so, a, there's always a line. Exactly. Right? exactly. You can talk about whatever you want, I right. believe. But say it in a funny way. There's right. always a funny way to say something. You know, it's like they say in the darkest moment, find a laugh. Right. Right. So right. In the darkest moment, you can laugh. Anything can be delivered. Right. And I tried to find it. Right. I tried to find a funny part of that joke, and I was able to come up with something. But I was like, still, it's just ain't funny. Uh, but but it, I could have made it funny, then then blatantly, you know, mm-hmm. saying, uh, you know, I'm going to rename um, from what was it, Planet of the Apes, rename it Planet of the Black People. That's like a little really. Are you? Well, who are you going to throw some of the people from the south in there too? Like you know, now I can, now I'm going to go in insults, and that's just stupid. So rather than doing that, I said, you know what? I just don't deal with anybody anymore that has what I consider racist or common. I have seen a couple of people that were so clever. I didn't even know it was racist until after I analyzed the joke. So, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so there's a few people that are that clever that they really yeah. get you like, did he just, he did. Um, and he got away with it. And everyone's cracking up and they have no idea what he just, he just insulted them. So I've seen it and I know what you mean. We've got to laugh at everything. I get it. Um, but I don't want to insult. I don't like exactly. to insult exactly. unless you're a heckler. Exactly. I don't, as a comic, I don't ever insult my audience. And especially since I do fundraisers, why would I? You're about to give me money. Why am I insulting you? You're helping foster kids. You're giving scholarships. I'm not insult. That's the last thing I'm doing. Unless, like this is where it was a heckler, and you're doing something cruel mm-hmm. or you're being mean, mm-hmm. then I'm going. I'm coming straight for you. But other than that, I don't. I don't do that kind of comedy. There are people that are great at that. I don't. I don't make it my thing. That's even like the sexism, right? Say when people go on stage and they, yes, you know, talk about women and what we're supposed to be doing, or women aren't funny, like that. Was Andrew Dice Clay, so long, group, yeah. yeah, women aren't funny, yes. women aren't funny, very big. You know, and it's just like, how is that okay? Right. Tell us at the bank. Okay. Yeah. That's what I say. Tell us at the bank, because now we're producing a lot of stuff. My ex sister in law just got um, chosen as one of A and E's first women directors. They picked ten. She's one of them. Uh, so this, we're making our mark, you know. We are. I think especially also with open mics, mm-hmm. right? I know out in Westchester, a lot of them that I go to, I'm either the only woman or it's me and two other women. Yes. You know, that's how I met you. That's how I met you. I was like, woman. The other woman right in the room. room. Woman. Give me a woman. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good That's the way bond. That's the way bond. Yeah, because yeah. it takes a certain woman to go into a room of like 20 to 25 yes. men. You got a lot of balls. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And people say. Yeah, yeah. it does. People ask me, too, like. Isn't it weird being the only black person around? I said, nope, I grew up in Bedford. Like, I'm used to being mm, the only. If there's another yes. one, I'm like, girl, where you come from? <laughs> what, give me your number. 
number, girl. Because you and I, there's two of us. It's like being an island. We exist. Two. We exist. Damn it. That's some good stuff right here. You know? So it's funny. I, I, I actually laugh. I don't mind. And even when I was, it took me a while to realize that I was in rooms, especially down when I went down to, um, what's the name of it? Uh, Buddha, one of them. It was 30 um, men. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. the only woman. Uh, my daughter, I bought with her, thank God. But I bought, and I was like, here we go again. So you mm-hmm. often feel, and then you often have to listen to 500 dick jokes. Yeah. Masturbation yeah. jokes. Porn jokes. Say, yeah. And it's like, okay, I understand you're working in your set, but like, can we get a little more creative right now? Because like, it's a little weird. I'm not uncomfortable because I'm a woman and I was raised with, I buy it with yeah. a lot of boys, but it's just weird it's to hear like 50, how many 50 ways you can jerk off. Like, just give, just give me four. That's all I need, the basic. I mean, I thought it was just one, but... to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying. It's like, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's hilarious, but that's their thing. And, and sometimes I know people, maybe that's going to be part of their set and they have to work on it. I get it. But yes. it's monotonous. So what else? Uh, so how did you finagle being a mom and doing comedy? Mm. Like, did you start comedy first, then you got married and had the kids? So how did you transition each step? Hustling, <laughs> you know, from getting coverage. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. Especially when we were in Brooklyn with my first. Yes. Um, so that was the thing with comedy. In seven and a half years, it always had to be put on the back burner. Right. For you know, me, for, for my life. kids. Yeah, for yeah. life. Just my kids, right. death, marriage, right. moving. Right. Um, so between the time my daughter was born and my son was born, there was a lot of hustling in order for it to happen. Like I was still going on stage even when I was up until nine months pregnant with both pregnancies. Absolutely. Good for you. Absolutely. Good for you. All right. Um, but now it's more, I have more freedom to pursue comedy, not to the extent of being on stage seven days a week, three times a day. Okay. Which, <laughs> but it's, it's still a hustle from babysitters to working with my husband to setting up calendars, setting up schedules. Like it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. I know, but you seem really organized. If that was me, I'd be like, kids, I don't know what we're doing today. We're just going to go. I'm far from organized. I'm, I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's what I'm You're a mixture of what? Is it Mexican and a Native Colombian American? Colombian. Colombian and Native American. What a. Oh, you got a good. So you got it. You got a lot of it. And then you're adopted to a Jewish family, correct? Yeah. And so, you oh, grew you up got on Staten Island. Island. So I know you grew what up on Staten Island. Hey. That you said you grew up in Bedford. Yes. Oh, I know Staten Island. Island. My best friend lived in Staten Island. Yeah. So when I go out there, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Except exactly. for like in the, in the Shiloh, you know, the part where the Wu Tang comes from. That's about it. That's amazing. Other you're like. Hey, it's like a little island version of Bedford. Except for all mafia kids. They're all like, hey, my name is Regina. What you doing over here? What well, that's, over that's, here? The, that's not, it's not the only thing, but it is it, one of the back things. Back in the 80s, I you give thanks. Well, I give thanks with Staten Island because it gave me my little rough edge. Yes. You know, like yes. men spoke to women the same way women right. spoke to men. Like, right. You know, right. this one time I was watching the show and they were talking about Staten Island mm. and one guy was saying that he'd never, he went to the Jersey Shore and he never in his life heard a male and a female fight in the way that they did because he's cursing at her, she's cursing at him, they're both threatening each other and it's like, thank you. <laughs> I finally found my tribe. Yeah. Very much. Speaking of tribe. So you have um, a show coming up. Um, tell, me, tell us about it today. Yes. Um, so I have a show coming up this Saturday at Lucy's Laugh Lounge mm-hmm. at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's Pleasantville, right? Pleasantville. Yes, in Pleasantville, New York. Mm-hmm. And we have a stellar lineup. And the reason I say stellar because it is all New York City comedians. Okay. They are. They're New York City and Brooklyn-based. Okay. But they're coming to Westchester. Okay. 
Okay. They're coming to Western. Oh, nice. Saturday at 8 p.m. The tickets are $20. Okay. Now, this is my big sell when it comes to the hard-headed comedy shows okay. at Lucy's. Okay. The people who live in Westchester in Connecticut and even, what is, what's after Brewster, mm-hmm. they don't have to travel to the city right. to, to see, see a New York comics. City show. Exactly. Like, I'm bringing it to Pleasantville. And these comedians are coming out, they're taking a $25 train, wow. <laughs> traveling yes. almost up an hour to get up yes. here. So it's definitely a show that... Hard-headed comedy. Hard-headed comedy that should not be missed. And another, What time does it start? Um, it starts at 8 p.m. 8 p.m., Lucy's Pleasantville, Lucy's Saturday. Lucy's in Pleasantville. And this, also the other big thing is with the comedians that are going to be on the show really fast about our lineup mm-hmm. is I have comedians who... Are getting they're getting booked. They're up to the second level of comedy. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, Gary Hannon, he's on our show. He has the longest running LGBTQ show oh, nice. in Brooklyn, okay. and he was featured in Time Out New York. Oh, nice. Ashley Barsangle, who's our headliner, she's performed everywhere from Caroline. She's in festivals every year from the Chicago Women Festival, and she headlined three years in a row the Dallas Comedy Festival. Wow. I got Amanda Griffin, who's performed everywhere from Broadway Comedy Club to Dangerfields, and you can find her regularly at Comic Strip Live. Mm-hmm. And then I have my young one, the youngest one on my show, who is Andrew Woodard. Oh, Andrew. Uh, he's adorable. But with him that I find so amazing is he has a very unique perspective on society. Mm-hmm. And he performs at colleges and fundraisers. Oh, nice. Like that, too. That takes a certain comedian for yeah. a college crowd and a fundraiser, yeah, I gotta like you him. know. I gotta remember yeah. yeah, so it's sure. it's going to be a really, really great, fun show. Okay. And the other thing is, too, what I do with all the lineups is all the comedians know each other, and all the comedians have worked with each other, and they've known each other for a really good minute. Okay. So they're also bringing a certain energy already established yes. to the stage. Like okay. It's really going to be a fun time. Good, so we'll try to get some people out. Come yeah, on, Saturday come on at 8 p.m. Hard-headed comedy. Luce Michelle is producing and performing and some great lineups you got amanda griffin uh andrew wolford uh gary hannon ashley vorslinger yes is that right oh i said it right hey it's great lineup guys you might want to check that show out saturday how do they get tickets they get tickets on the website Uh or you can go to hard-headed comedy tm on facebook and the link is right there when you open up the page and get your tickets get them as soon as possible yes get those tickets guys it sounds like a good lineup uh, and I'll see what I can do for Saturday. Yeah, I gotta see if work. you can come. Yeah, I got to work, but I think I get And I believe I pronounced Andrew's name wrong. Apologize. Oh, that's okay. How do I pronounce it? Andrew Wolford. Wolford. I did. Yes. I did. It's okay. <laughs> Andrew, we know who you are. We love you, Andrew. And they will know who you are once they hear you as well. Absolutely. So we well, thank you so much for coming down. Uh, anything you want to... Uh, oh, uh, one thing I want to ask you about. Uh, T- Tim Conway just passed away from the Carol Burnett Show. Yes, he did. What do you think about Tim Conway? He was my favorite. It's sad. It's sad um, for another legend to leave, but at the same time, too, I just feel like this is going to be. Room for me. It's going to be his second. It's going to be his second moment, right? Yes. It's his second time yeah. coming up. It's like I just feel like now people are even going to be so much more exposed to him yes. and what he brought to the comedy world and yes. why he's a legend. Yes, he did. Absolutely, he sure did. Absolutely, I think sure he was did. a brilliant True legend. Oh, Another oh, one. That whole set. Brooke Barriott. He yes. also wasn't afraid. Yes. He really... I and saw his stand-up for the together with Golden. Yes. Golden. Mama's Place, right? Yes. All that. Yeah. Golden. He was amazing. And I just loved him because he used everything. Did you see the one with the dentist? That was the, That's the most noted one. Where the dentist, and he's supposed to give the needle, the numb him, and he numbs his hand. <laughs> that I watched that like with my parents. Hilarious. Hilarious. I mean, you cannot get finer comedy than that. So I'm going to miss him. But he lived a good life, so I'm not sad because I'm like, 80-something, I'll take that. 
I mean, he did live a good life. Yeah, I mean, he lived yeah. a very good life, and and very never had no life. scandal, nothing. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm um, sad because we'll miss him, but I'm glad that he left a legacy of laughter in a whole nother way. He did his job. He did, he did his, his job. job. So, anything, any last requests uh, before I wrap up the show? You've been such a great. Um, host, it goes so quickly, right? It does go quickly. It was a lot of fun. What are we eating? Guys, just to tease you, um, we're a drunken chef and we're about to have um, what we call it? We're having vegan bowls. Vegan bowls. bowls. Yes. Um, Alu Gabi and Ghana Sag. Akos Masala. I don't think it's Whatever. Good. It's good. <laughs> it's, all I can tell you is it's good. You One last thing check it out. I'll yes. just say. Yes. Uh, you can follow us. Yes. Where can we follow you? So on Facebook at facebook.com slash hardheadedcomedytm. Uh-huh. And you can head on over also to Instagram and follow my page, Louis Michelle Inc., mm-hmm. where you also can stay up to date with everything that hardheaded comedy is doing. Okay. Are Come you out. Going? Lucy, Saturday. Saturday. 8 p.m. Lucy's. 8 p.m. Don't forget it. I'm Pleasantville. And, uh, and anything on Instagram? I said the yeah, Lose oh, Michelle Inc. on ah, Instagram. Lose Michelle Inc. on Instagram. They're so, together, Lose and Hardhead. All right, you heard it here from uh, Lose Michelle. Saturday, Lucy's Pleasantville, Hardhead Comedy will be giving a great show, a great lineup from New York City Comics, some of the top ones, so you might want to come out and check that out. It is $20, but I can guarantee you if Lewis Michelle is producing it, it's definitely going to be worth it. It's $20 without a drink minimum. Right, with no a drink minimum. A lot of venues right. do two drink minimums. Yes, exactly. So, no drink minimum. Exactly. And it's still worth it. Trust me, you get free parking. I mean, come on. You can't be. And, yeah, it's free parking. Yeah, free, free parking, parking also. Yeah. And the train good. goes right there also. That's right. If you take the Metro North yeah, the to Metro the North. Pleasantville stop, um, it lets, lets you off literally right in front of the place. It's right across from the police station and the train station. So you're safe and you get there. <laughs> you can get a 10 feet walk I mean come on you can't beat that so uh, we're wrapping it up now because yes. uh, uh, it's time eat. to eat our lovely food here at Drunken Chef and we thank you Luz Michelle for coming down to On the Town to see us thank you and thank you so much for, for the next show me. you going to come back absolutely okay thank you thank you guys <laughs>